Hey everybody, welcome to the Fae Forge Academy. I am your GM, Steven, and with me today we have Chris. Hello, it is Chris. Ian. Good morning. <laughs> Emily. Good evening. <laughs> well, now we're all just confused. And Adelaide. Hello, it's Michael Sinclair III. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it in the Michael voice, though. I can't go that deep, oh god. <laughs> Hey, what to do is, is my hey, do <laughs> Oh, that hurts. Oh. <laughs> you gotta reach deep. <laughs> I'm really excited for when I send this clip to him and then he murders us all. <laughs> and we are... I can't make it a sexy. <laughs> I mean, nobody can. Nobody can. It's untouchable. <laughs> we are really lucky to be joined by Lexi uh, on Twitter, Black Girl Mage, amazing creator. Uh, why don't you say hi, tell the people who you are, what you do, all that cool stuff. Um, bonjour, and my name is Lexi. Yes, I got to do my little <laughs> hi that you all do. It was so fun. <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Lexi. Uh, like Steven said, Black Girl Mage. You can just find me on Twitter. I'm a DM, I'm a player, performer, thinker. Legend. Lover, fighter, legend. I, I'll add that to the list. Um, yeah, currently just... Bringer of levels. That's what we established today. Yes, the level bringer. That's what they call me. Um, yeah, I just have fun playing D&D, have fun running D&D, and I love uh, talking about it with people. So, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And we're, we're super excited to have you here and uh, to share you with our, with our audience. Um, we're going to tell some fun stories together, I think. Uh, before we get started, we have a few announcements, uh, or I guess they're really ads, if I'm being honest. I should stop calling them announcements and sugarcoating them. Uh, <laughs> but Ian, you want to start? I would love to tell all of our lovely, our lovely listeners at home about the amazing deals they can find on Greenleaf Geek. Uh, of course, they have the dice that if you've been listening to our podcast, you've heard a discussion about their, their handmade and curated sets of dice, but also they have advent calendars. Did you know that? I didn't know that mm -hmm. until recently. They have really cool advent calendars that you can like open up in little boxes and there's like dice. It's an advent calendar with dice and like fun little like sets that you can't get anywhere else. Uh, and I also just found out that uh, they actually have a admin calendar uh, special going on right now where you actually get like a whole bundle of goodies, uh, including some system agnostic adventures written by the cool folks over at Desi and Dragons, who I am plugging for no reason at all. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Uh, so go on, check out Greenleaf Geek, uh, use uh, Fayforge at checkout to get 10% off. Uh, that's not going to work on any of their uh, handmade, like, like, you know, their, their custom-made sets, but everything else it will work on. Uh, get yourself some deals, get some sweet dice. Oh, yes? Mm -hmm. Actually, also not on, the, also not on the, the adventure calendars as well. Oh, they don't work on the advent calendars either. But they work on all of their other curated sets that they have put together for you. So you don't have to like scroll through the ChessX library and like find the cool stuff. Greenleaf Geek did that work for you. So go on down, check it out, and treat yourself to some fun click clack math rocks. Yeah. Hey, Chris, what do you do to, to stay awake and alive in this burning down society we live in? Oh, honestly, on these cold, pre-apocalyptic mornings, the only thing that brings me any semblance of comfort or still even being a human is found familiar coffee. 
you can uh, go on their website. It's foundfamiliar.com, I believe. Yeah, foundfamiliar.com. Um, you can use Forge at checkout for 10% off. Um, they have unbelievable coffee. I just refilled um, my Found Familiar stock. The Thieves Cant is a popular choice, but they have all sorts of different blends. They even have some decaf options. They have cool merch. Uh, and on top of that, Aaron and Lindsay are incredible people, and we believe in supporting small businesses. So, you know, if you have the jingle jangle to spare, go spend it on some Found Familiar coffee. Our favorite merch goblin. Tis I, your favorite merch goblin, and your only merch goblin. So also your least favorite merch goblin. Hello, it's me, I'm back. And I have wares. That's right. Steven still has not removed me from the Public login, which means that I can simply do whatever I want. And boy, have I been doing whatever I want. Uh, <laughs> that's right, we have an entire store. Have you ever wanted to wear Fayforge, be Fayforge, smell Fayforge? Okay, maybe not that last one. Have you ever wanted to, uh, not yet. Don't look at me like that, Stephen. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on smelling like Fayforge. Um, <laughs> but if you ever wanted to snuggle a cause body pillow, come on. I'm going to keep saying this every week. It's a throw pillow because it's life-sized. Uh, but it, No, is this real? Wait a minute. Is this real? There are, there are pillows. There yeah. are pillows, yes. And I believe that you can get any character on the pillows. Uh, oh, so... my God. What? I haven't, yeah, put, you... I haven't put Bumble up there yet. But... We were just joking about that. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you can, you can, you can do that. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, oh, that wasn't a joke last week. You legitimately pillows is an option on T-Public. You can put any of us on them. Yeah. I love how Stephen's like the regret in his voice is intensifying <laughs> the longer Emily continues to talk. It's like you, you can do that. Can we? Can we get like a? I mean, I feel like Stephen's left out in this. Can we just get like a full body Stephen shot and put that on the pillow? Like, if uh, you yes, love our no. DM? Stephen, you're shaking your no. head no. But somebody, me, has the T public login. There's a whole subgenre of people that are into that, and I don't know if they are. Listen, if you're out there, just why don't you tag us at. <laughs> At free, no, uh, no Fay Forge Academy on Twitter. If you would like to see a <laughs> full body Stephen the Bad DM body pillow go tweet real quick. to Hold keep up. you company, <laughs> no judgment. We do not judge. No here. judgment. And then once you're real sweaty and flustered from uh, your Stephen pillow arriving, you can get a tapestry of any of our characters to dab your misty brow. Ooh, oh my uh, god. So, how big is the rain tapestry? Is it a washcloth? <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. That is cute. And I, I'm now going to make that happen. Anyway, uh, it, no, it's full size, but your picture is actually just very, very small. Very in the middle. Very <laughs> so it's just a lot of empty fabric. Empty fabric. I, I do think that's the best I can do, actually, is a very large tapestry with a really tiny rain Amazing. on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's uh, on our website, FeeForgeAcademy.com. You can go to the shop tab, or maybe it's the store tab. It's one of those tabs up at the top of the website, and it'll take you right to our tea public shop. And then you can get all of these horrifying treasures that have been outlined here today. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Uh, Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, so uh, while you are cuddling your Stephen the Bad DM and the rest of the cast body pillows, uh, if you want to listen to something a little special, you can go onto our Patreon at Fay Forge Academy. And sign up for any of our tiers, which will get you access to our next campaign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
insert title here. I don't know what it's called. I don't, uh, I but don't over the past couple of we don't know. It's gonna um, be a really good title. Shit, shit show 2.0 really is what it's called. Oh my god. <laughs> um, uh, but over the past couple of weeks, our patrons have voted on what we are all playing. Uh, those have all been decided, I think, and finally finalized. And I believe we we'll start recording next week. Mm, no, in two weeks. Uh, uh, Seven weeks. Soon. Soonish. <laughs> 36 weeks. Um, <laughs> Six to eight business weeks. <laughs> soon. Uh, soon TM. Uh, so yeah, while you're cuddling with all your body pillows, you can be a patron and keep our light bills on and listen to new content. Yeah. and uh, Go forth and prosper. And I, I've been thinking about this body pillow situation, and the only way that I will accept your request for those is if you put them in, our, in a five-star rating and review. Mm. <laughs> then I will. That th- that's that seems like a fair thing. I'm to about me. to make so many fake accounts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh god! We're about to be the highest rated podcast there. <laughs> Let's go. Anyways, uh, but seriously, uh, if you. The, the easiest and one of the best ways, honestly, to support us or any of the other creators that you follow um, is leave a, leaving a five-star rating and review um, on iTunes specifically, but there's also Spotify and uh, Pod Chaser. Is that what it's called? I think it is. Could be wrong. Um, but those words are really encouraging. And we literally read every single one. We do, because yeah. if you're a creator on the internet, you know that it just feels sometimes like you're screaming into the void and nobody cares that you exist. Uh and so those little reviews are really big, bright spots for us. Uh, but also they do help with things like algorithms and how, how people find the podcast and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we would really appreciate it. And you're tired of us talking. I guess maybe you're not. Maybe you like hearing this ridiculousness that we do. If you're tired week. of us talking, you're not going to enjoy the next couple of hours of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've Straight chosen for Not going to be a good time. <laughs> um, but let's play some D&D. Last time we left off, uh, our party, particularly Rain, found themselves aboard a airship, which Rain had tried to use their stealth skills and uh, infiltrate, and was caught, and was in a very sticky situation. Luckily, Besky had been scrying on them to find out that they were in trouble, and a fight ensued uh, between the crew of the Karen's Hope which is the name of this airship that is in the port of Varen Hollow, uh, essentially extorting people for money and a way off of a way out of this town. Um, you all ran into uh, Professor Perseverance as well, who is 
as far as you know, gathering uh, students who escaped from the school after Malvaris took over to get on the ship. But you find yourselves on this deck. The captain of the ship has just surrendered. You see Captain Odira Vale um, and Talvros, who both came kind of to your aid at the end of that, that fight. And uh, Captain Adi looks at you, at, at you all, um, Rain and Blossom in particular, looking like they've had better days. Says, very good work. Uh, why don't why don't you lot go rest? We can take it from here. I uh, I just want to warn you that there's um about how many how many students and people would there be? Did did Perseverance mention? He he didn't even he he didn't mention. So you have no idea. Okay. Um, there will probably be a very large group of boardies attendees passengers passengers thank you <laughs> uh god um okay redo uh there will probably be a very large group of passengers arriving very shortly led by a tiefling tall tattooed you'll you'll recognize him okay well um sorry in advance sorry sorry very sorry no it's it's not a problem um if you would be so kind as to, I think we have, we're not in necessarily a rush to leave. Um, we're going to have to, I'm going to have my crew see what, what is on the ship, what needs to be done. We've got uh, kind of points over at the, the former captain of this ship whose sword is on the ground, just kind of looking angrily at this whole situation. I'm going to have to deal with that very soon. So, um, I mean, we have at least till till morning, um, if not more time than that. Do you want assistance dealing with that? And she points at the captain <laughs> because she figures her friend might be hungry. <laughs> um, no, I think I have it under control, unless it's something that you have some sort of interest in, like, the diplomacy side of these situations. Oh, um, diplomacy wasn't entirely what I had in mind. I figured as much. You are a frightening young lady. Um, but but no, I, I have I have it handled. Thank you. Sorry about the mess. Um. Oh no, you did wonderful. Great. I'm I'm glad all of you are okay. Uh, and as she's talking, more of her crew is is coming on board, and they're starting to um like shackle up the opposing crew that is that is remaining there's only there's only a few of them who you left alive and and she says i promise it won't it won't take too long but let us take care of this you did you did the hard work have a rest that's right we did yes you're very because we are entrepreneurs <laughs> exactly and i'm going to give the most you know the biggest most obvious wink mhm good ah uh, and sh- she is kind of like doing that thing where you're like not outright explicitly saying like like leave now, but looking at you all, looking down the gangplank, looking at you all. So we'll see you in the morning. Yes, uh, yes, that 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 would be fine. We'll we'll meet you in the morning. Good. Uh, go find your friend, that little goblin and the dwarf. Oh God! Oh, Rumble! Oh, oh gosh! Okay, yes. Uh, uh, we'll do that. 
Totally forgot they existed. <laughs> Wait, where are they? <laughs> uh, they're still on. They're still on the ship you arrived in. Um, oh. Bubbles hanging out with her her bear bud, and uh, I don't know, Ian. What would Cosby doing? <laughs> you know, I'll go ahead and. Uh, Kai's not actually here today. I'll say that uh, during during all the commotion, uh, cause would have been uh, th- there was there was a, a, a ship to ship fight that happened previously. Is that right? Uh, this was in in the Varen Hollow Port. Uh, so the the airship was docked and gotcha. They basically broke onto it. Y'all are basically parked like one dock over. Mm-hmm. We just snuck onto the ship nearby. Gotcha, gotcha. In that case, but we're still there. Cause is returning back from the Varen Hollow Market with a bunch of <laughs> treats and like travel <laughs> snacks and he sees what's going on and he's just there's like that like jaw drop like god god damn it. <laughs> uh, so and he's he is now hustling uh back to the ship uh snacks trailing on his wig. Uh so as just to just to move stuff forward a little bit to um as you all head back to the ship to find some rest and stuff, if there's any space for conversations you want to have after this, you are welcome to. Uh, if not, we can kind of push forward to the next thing. How about we not uh, do any um, solo missions from now on? Uh, buddy system sound, sounds good? Well, um, yes, but the, the problem is we run out of buddies. So if there's an odd number of buddies and everybody already has a job, then, you know... It was gonna work. I swear, it was going to work. I just tripped. I, it, it did. It did work. I, I, it did. I just, I, uh, got a little scared for you there. You know? Are you alright? Um, I knew that I had Kona with me, so I did have my buddy, actually. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, I'm glad you're alright. Just, are you alright? Um, there was a dragon. There was a dragon in there. Uh, yes. Um, you know, things have been. Uh, a little different, um, since we dealt with, uh, you know, anyway, um, yes, I, I, I don't know exactly who, who it is, but, um, I just felt like, you know, if we needed, um, I needed somebody in my corner. Okay, uh, I just, that was a real, that was a real dragon. Uh, but a, a temporary real dragon, yes. Uh, I don't remember if we ever saw any actual dragons, like, in any of the visions or anything. Uh, I mean, you saw, I mean, we saw Arvea, Arvea, oh gosh, I always get them mixed up, Are and Arvea. We saw them in real life, um, and I'm pretty sure, actually, Kai would be the one to remember this, because Kai was the other one that looked in the book, but I'm pretty sure that the the vision that we saw from the fairy past was the fairy being tricked by, it was somebody a long time ago, because Don Jarius got rain the way so-and-so got indigo. It's in my notes, but I don't know where, yeah. But I don't think we saw a dragon in that vision. Okay. The dragon didn't look familiar to us. Um, I think when I summoned it, um, it looked, there was a lot of resemblance to... We've seen a light dragon in the vision. Okay. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of resemblance to Colonel, but there's a lot, there's a bunch of things that dip, that are different, and it is a light dragon that's being summoned. Right. So you would have recognized at least the magic or the type of magic that it was mm-hmm. creating. A little less scary, probably, I guess. Uh, yeah, I. Uh... A very evil-looking light dragon. <laughs> 
little little scary, uh, but I mean, it worked out, so... Uh, yeah, um, I think, uh... Maybe just warn us next time, you know, if, if that if that's about to happen again. Oh, well, you know, I would have uh, would have loved to, but um, I didn't know what sort of alarm system we had set up when I, you know, I just sort of panicked and thought, you know, uh, I gotta get out of here. So that's what I did. Does that dragon live inside you? Um... Shrug. <laughs> I don't know exactly how it works. Oh. Okay. Maybe. But also maybe not because I'm not... I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I don't feel like a dragon. I still feel like me. <laughs> Stephen is right. <laughs> Blossom's like, do you also have some... I, know, I was about to say, Blossom sounds so disappointed. Just like, oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh. You don't have a big, powerful, scary entity. You're just a normie with one voice in your head. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, I don't think I can... Um, oh, yeah, I don't think I can do it again. But um, I will... Rain will sort of pat Ariadne's hand sort of reassuredly. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, listen, the good news is that if we ever see that dragon again, it's on our side. That is a big relief. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go. Let's get you patched up. <laughs> I know my adventure shorts are all torn up. That's that's fine. I think I think I can fix that. Okay. <clears throat> I uh, cast mending on uh, their adventure shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, as you all head back to the ship, um, to rest, cause you see your friends showing up all bloody and torn up, uh, you will have space for a long rest. Um, but we're going to switch over to Lexi. Thank God. So you are also in the town of Varen Hollow. Uh, there is a small inn there called Oddballs, which is this, this very interesting bar or tavern that like each wall is made up of a different structure. One side is like the remains of a hull of a ship. And there's like a, a gangplank that that's how you get in. There's, um, this like large floating platform in the middle that's around a tree. There's like a brick wall. Everything's just like somehow they managed to just like stick together every possible material to make a functioning tavern. Um, okay. Currently in it though is it's every room is full. There are cots on the ground in like the eating areas of just all these different students is what it looks like. So a lot of young adults aged people. There's a few older looking individuals who look more or less in charge. Um, but that's where you thats where you would have been staying. Um, so kind of in that setting, why don't you describe your character? Um, what they look like, what, what you might be doing in that. Yeah, so Cosima is a very large furbolg. Um, yes. She looks a little wild. Her hair, uh, she's got like foray kind of curls, um, just huge uh, curls cascading down from her head. Um, They are blonde, the curls are blonde, but you see this like light grayish brown furball, so sort of giant. 
very, very kind, warm eyes. What you notice is that in her hair, you can, if you look at her long enough, um, and most people don't look at her long enough, um, but if you look at her long enough and keep your eyes on her, you can watch flowers grow and go through the process of living, breathing, and then dying, and then sprouting in other places. But that there's something about her that makes you want to shift your gaze um, that seems otherworldly. She wears very simple um very simple scale mail. She has a bunch of pouches um, all strapped onto the back of a wheelchair that she uses to get around. And you see that she's just kind of making her way, weaving her way through this tavern. She's just kind of, she just got here yesterday. So she's kind of just wandering and seeing, you know, why she's here. Um, She has sort of an idea why, but, Something that most people will not notice is that, like, a lot of the times she is slipping into slumber um, for some reason. (laughs) And she will slip into slumber, wake up, and then begin wheeling forward um, towards a directive. So she's kind of just trying to find a place to rest so that she can do that safely. Um, So in those moments that you rest um, and in kind of in the Feywilds before you showed up here in Varen Hollow, there was this essentially spirit, this magic force that you have encountered. Um, I'm curious, in in your mind, what do you envision that being looking like in its in like an animal sort of form? A an animal spirit situation? Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. personally I believe I honestly think it's a unicorn. Okay. Um, that might be a little outlandish, but I think it's a unicorn, but a more deer-like unicorn. Um, mm. Very soft, graceful, uh, and speckled actually with white, like mostly a white unicorn, uh, and instead speckled with like lavender spots. That's what we do. Mm. Um, but a beautiful pearlescent horn coming from its head. I love that. I love that you would describe that because we actually have creatures really similar to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like the ones that gave, the one that gave Ariadne the, the all Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're sharing a brain cell. I'm pulling on the brain cells. Destiny. <laughs> um, That's good. Um, so in these moments kind of, it's, it's evening. You're not, you're not necessarily sure what time it's late. Um, there was some loud commotion that you heard at the dock. So nothing that, piqued your interest necessarily um but in these moments of slumber that you hit you hear this whinnying sound um it sounds like the spirit that you've encountered um but instead of this like majestic ethereal magical in control being it sounds scared um, so there's this like whinnying and it's more, it's just an echo. Um, it's not, it's not like you'd be, if you were next to a horse and it's, and it's winning you here, it's far away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of changes where it's coming from. Um, the other thing that you notice is following each of these whinnies that you hear each time you slumber as your eyes open, um, 
you just notice it feels like the ground just shifts a little bit. Okay, interesting. Um, I think this whinnying, if I close my eyes, do I feel like a direction to move towards, or is it something that I would need to gather, I would need to gather my wits about me in order to, like, determine where it's coming from? Um, why don't you give me a, um, you can give me a survival check or an arcana check. Okay. Your choice. Perfect. There we go. That's what we like to see. Amazing. I'm going to go survival because I'm a ranger, okay. <laughs> so that makes sense. Uh, that's going to be a 24. Okay. So... You can't pick out a direction because there isn't a specific direction. It is, um, it's not moving in like this, this echo is not coming in a linear sense. Like it's not moving from point A to point B. It might be to your north. It might feel like it's to the north one moment. Then all of a sudden somehow it's at the south to the east. It's, it's moving and scattering almost like a, as a ranger, it, it, it it's moving like an animal that is panicking mm. and doesn't know where to go. Um, I'm gonna say this to myself, but also directly to the thing. Um, are you lost? Do you need me? There's no direct response, um, but that there is a presence that echoes your um, your time you spent with the soul of the wild mm. um, and for a brief moment instead of just fear in these whinnies you do hear a sense of help <gasps> that it that it's asking for though not not necessarily overt not not specific Alright, um, so you do need me. This place is... This place is barren. And I think feeling a lack of magic that she normally would feel, um, that... I think that connection to the soul of the wild um, normally is very fulfilling for her, even in her dreams. Mm. And now, even as she taps into her sleep, what she feels is the lack. So I think based on that lack, she's going to start, instead of trying to find a quiet place to go to and figure out what's going on, she's going to go outside of this tavern and just start looking around and try to see like where to even start. Like, where is she? She has no idea like compared to the Feywild where she is mm -hmm. geographically. Um, so as you step out of this tavern into this small town, um, I mean, town, town might even be generous at this point. <laughs> it is, it's dark because it's night, but it also has this, this feeling of like darkness or abandonment or, um, there's, the people who are still remaining in this town are no longer attached to it. It's not a home anymore for anyone. 
in spite of people being here. So there's just this, this quiet and this emptiness in this town in spite of there being people still. Um, kind of as you, as you wheel yourself around, um, again, you feel the ground shift a little bit. Um, you see an individual, uh, she's older, um, though in, in some ways sort of ageless. Um, uh, you're not sure human or elf, um, but some sort of humanoid has, um, kind of tan skin, hair is flowing, there are, like, strips of orange in it, um, she has all sorts of little, like, baubles, um, trinkets, those sorts of things, um, and there are about between five and ten butterflies just kind of floating around her head. Uh, and she looks at you and says, What are you searching for? I bow immediately, understanding agelessness and what that might imply. Um, I bow as much as I can, um, and then I say, um, only your favor, currently. You don't need my favor. Are you sure? Come. Yeah. Might be able to lend you some help. Okay. Because I feel like you can hear it too. I hear it and I feel it. Good. Then maybe you're who I've been waiting for. Come, follow me. She takes you kind of through the streets. There's this small little hut, house, um, shack. It's all, it's thrown together. As she lets you in, the wall is covered and with more little trinkets. Um, uh, just thousands of them. You can't even see the wood mm. behind it. There's a little bit of, of like a makeshift kitchen almost, um, a little bit of bread and some, some dried fruit, um, a small, like, um, like sleeping roll, essentially, uh, no actual bed or anything, uh, and a couple chairs around a table. Please make yourself at home. It's very hard to feel at home in this place. It feels disconnected, I'm sure you understand. I do feel that, and I also feel that that does not have to be the case forever. I... what... what is it that you speak of? There is magic that has lost its way. It's scared. It needs a guide. And you think I can help you with this? It's not necessarily me that you'd be helping. It sounds like it would be helping you. I find it difficult to believe that I have enough power to actually bring this magic back or help it find its home. I barely had enough power to get here in the first place. That may be, but not power is not the only way to help something. If magic is more than power, if magic is alive, magic has a soul, maybe magic needs comfort, maybe magic needs a friend, 
not something to control it. Hmm. I think I understand that. Needing comfort. What can I do? How, how can I, how can I bring about this? It's been long since I left this place. And I had no idea what magic was <laughs> when I stepped over. And here I am now. I think the first thing you need to do is listen. Continue to listen. And I think you, you, do you understand the relationship between the Feywilds and this place? I was told once that it's a reflection that this place is supposed to mirror the Feywild, but when I stepped from this place there, I didn't, I couldn't make my way left or right. I didn't know where I was, so I don't know how true that is. What, what would you say? How would you describe it? I would say, um, to most on this plane, I would say a mirror as well. Um, though it's probably more accurate to say um, the mirrored surface of water, mm. where it changes and ripples and maybe distorts a few things. If it's a mirror, then where is the soul? If, if it's. I, I could find the soul of the wild in the Feywild backwards, upside down, sleeping. And here it, I feel nothing, <laughs> feel no connection. And the people walk about like there's no connection. I, shouldn't it be easy to find? I fear that it's home has something preventing it from finding rest. And it is scared. That's the calling. She goes and starts digging through all these different baubles yeah. um, on her wall. Um, Um, pulls out a little wooden butterfly. Okay. It's beautifully carved. No, no color outside of the natural grain of the wood, but it almost looks like the grain of the wood was changed or somehow grew into designs that would fit a, a, a butterfly's wings naturally. Nice. Um, it's, it's very beautiful. Um, she says, follow this. It may take some time. It will definitely take listening, but it may help you find where the soul must go. Now, what happens there will be up to you. You may need a friend, may need multiple friends. You will definitely need your courage. Uh, are there any in this town, this place that seem fit for adventure. Oh, I've heard a, a thing or two about some individuals who just showed up on a ship here. Um, I think if you follow the ground as it moves, mm. you'll probably find yourself in a similar place to them. All right, then I shall do so. Hopefully, um, my wandering leads right into your path again. We will see. And 
Cosima is going to roll back and retrace how she came into this place, eyeing all of the different baubles, um, specifically just like looking and seeing the manner of how they're crafted and seeing, I want to know how many of these baubles are butterfly, like are butterfly themed. I just, I would say like 70% of them are in some way, shape, butterfly. Yeah. I'll just go, mm, it's a thing. Okay. Um, and as I leave, <laughs> um, and as the door opens, is it dark in this place? Uh, yeah, it's 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 night. Yeah, um, night. Mm-hmm. The door opens. A uh, wind blows through my long cascading blonde curls, and my eyes will go from this very warm color to a like I'll blink a couple of times and almost just like completely fogged out as I uh, slip into a almost a waking slumber and I will try to follow this thing okay. this is the coolest fucking character concept <laughs> I have seen in so long thank you <laughs> I was like, I want to sleep. And perfectly described. Like, the foray curls, the blonde hair, like, immediately, like, perfect picture of my head. Perfect. Amazing. That's all I want. That's all I want. Um, So as you you slip into this, um, this sort of slumber trance, um, this wooden butterfly starts to flap Mm. its little wings and begins to fly your sense um do you feel like in this in this sort of trance you can also see the world around you or yeah i think i see very clearly but i don't it's not vivid colors it's almost like a dark vision but a little bit differently um Mm -hmm. i basically i don't even want to say like echolocation either i can see structures but i am following paths i'm following like this is almost where my ranger sense comes in. So mm-hmm. instead of seeing like people, I'm seeing like footsteps and uh, traces of dirt and weird handprints in places and all of these. It's the witchers. It's the witchers. Exactly. Sense. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. just, this is where it comes in. So I think that when I slumber, that's what kind of takes over. And whatever I'm going to or whatever I'm looking for, almost like I'm casting Hunter's Mark on it, but like I don't know the target, so I can't cast on it, but like I'm just looking for like faint glows of like whatever I'm getting closer to, whatever I'm trying to find. Um So as you as you kind of are are looking through this, there's a there's a few things you notice. You see all these different tracks going going this way and that. You do see um what appear to be hoof marks um, in the ground that that are far larger than any horse that would be in this in this town and again the, it kind of mirrors the sounds you heard where they're not they're very sporadic um, almost looks like the horse leapt from one place to another um, you also notice there are these cracks in the ground that you're still hearing that whinnying, I don't know, every 10, 15, 20 minutes um, sporadically. And you see the ground um, differently than as you're in this sort of sort of trance. Um, these large chunks almost like crawling 
um, beneath the ground. You also notice, slowly, uh, the sun is starting to rise. And we're going to take a pause real quick. So, cause, uh, Blossom, Rain, and Ariadne. Um, the sun starts to rise. You have you have all gained the benefits of a long rest. Mm-hmm. Incredible. There is for the first time, <laughs> I feel like in a long time, uh, nothing eventful happens during this long rest. There's no dreams. <laughs> there's what? no visions. There's normal no... sleep. <laughs> Who are we? Eight hours. <laughs> Who is she? Uh, Remember, this is a fantasy setting, so <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we play D and D so that we can get a full night's sleep. That's yeah, what we exactly. really are uh, <laughs> getting out of this. That's no, the verisimilitude. No. That's that's what that is. That's what that is. <laughs> no souls were eaten. It's, it's been great. Uh, it's been a really nice time. Blossom didn't get up in the middle of the night for a midnight snack. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> No souls? <laughs> As you awaken, um, the boat is rocking more than you have experienced in this whole trip. Almost as though like this big uh, set of waves came, came through. To the point where like stuff falls off of, if you have it on any shelves, there's like some apples rolling around, um, that sort of stuff. Look apples. This is hazardous. These are hazardous conditions for some of us. <laughs> Uh, Rain, make a deck save as an onion rolls at you. Don't. <laughs> don't, don't be like, like this. some Indiana Jones shit. <laughs> the other thing you, you notice is that you, you hear the sounds of a growl mixed with an earthquake. Cosima, you're not sure if it was this time with this strange being or the time you've been spending in this trance, a lot more time passed than you thought mm. as that sun starts to rise. Um, these these things that are moving um, in the ground that you noticed in this trance, um, one breaks out of the ground and essentially demolishes a house. Um, well, you see this mouth um, that is rocky and it it just crushes it. Um, it is probably 20 feet wide, maybe 10 feet tall, and it just, it is the ground, mm. and it's alive. The whinnying that you have heard um, is loud and out of control, like a um, like a horse that doesn't want to be ridden, um, is the sounds you hear. Um, you see from, from your position, you're probably... And 120 feet from the shoreline, um, you see almost the ripples of this thing bursting from the ground, causing causing waves. Um, and I am going to need you to roll initiative. Hey, let's get into it. Why not? Uh, actually, we're, we're going to have everyone roll initiative. Yeah. Yeah, okay. let's all roll initiative. I'll just say, that's not good. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have for everybody? Kasima, what did you get? 14. 14? Not bad. Not bad at all. A 14. Oh, 14 as well. Blossom. Nine. Rain with a 21. Cause with a 13. Okay. 
So um, I am going to kill us. <laughs> murder. I'm, I'm going to do a murder real quick, um, <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> a whole lot of water of murder, real quick. Yeah, watch you get those levels now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna level up to heaven. <laughs> Back to Avernus, suckers. <laughs> oh God. Um, no. So, so as as you are sort of, I imagine almost being like tossed awake mm. um, as the ship is as as tossing back and forth rain uh, it is your turn actually I forgot to roll initiative for this thing so I should probably do that before just I don't just, just don't <laughs> <laughs> he's just a little guy yeah just, just a little guy that can crush a house just a little guy so a little guy yeah yeah it's okay oh it's a six uh, yeah rain it is your turn as you feel the ship rocking you hear this this like roar, this ground shaking and splitting. Um, so rain for the purposes of traveling on this ship, the bunks are too big. Um, <laughs> well, you and you and you and Bumble had been sharing a bunk. Oh, that's true. I forgot Bumble. Okay, yeah. So we're I probably like roll all over Bumble, like get tossed over her, uh, get tangled up. <laughs> um, and I'm just gonna scramble to my feet and just blindly like reach around for my adventure shorts and my my stuff um get up wait is rain sleeping naked is that um, rain chris and every character i've ever played sleeps nude (laughs) there's a through line amen Amen. it's healthier um don't at me i yeah so anyway i'm gonna grab all my stuff and uh uh, just start like exclaiming for people to wake up, like, get up, get up, some, something's happening. And I'm going to, whatever movement or action is available, I'm going to start making my way out. Okay. Um, for the sake of uh, narrative things happening, I'm going to have Ariadne go before Kasima. Sure. Okay. Perfect. So, Ariadne, it, you hear Rain getting up, telling everybody to get up. Oh, what is it? It's so early. Oh my gosh, uh, okay, uh, that's fine. Uh, I think Ariadne, I, well, we hear the movement of the ship. Do we hear, like, any monstery sounds? Yeah, you, you heard, like, essentially the sound of earth splitting mixed with a roar. You hate to see it. Okay, yeah, that would say it's monstery. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> just kind of, like, rubbing the sleep from my eyes, then then dawning realization of, like, what's, like, we're, we're back in the boat, you know, like, we're here, um, and she immediately leaps up, um, putting on my armor and heading to town. Okay. Let the fairy dust guide your way as I'm like pinging off of things, <laughs> trying to get my bearings in there. <laughs> Just follow the pixie dust. Okay. Kasima, uh, you are on the shore. Yeah. Like I said, about a hundred feet from the actual shoreline. Uh, this creature is, I would say 40 feet away from you as it's just kind of ripped the side out of one of these small houses. It is your turn. Um, so this will be a fun thing that I would like to do. Um, okay, so I'm going to go towards it. Mm-hmm. I'm wheeling up towards it. And as I'm speeding towards this thing, the th- like, can anybody on board of this, like, see me at all? Um, Sure. It's okay if they can't. Um, <laughs> sure. No, I think Rain, Rain would pro- Rain and Ariadne seem like they might be up on on the deck at least. Yeah. So, 
what I'm going to do, uh, what they could not see about me was that like very formal, like when you deal with the Fae or like someone as ageless and timeless, like there's a formality you need to bring to things. As I wheel towards this thing, there's like a wild side that comes out and you see like flowers speed up and how they like live, die, whatever. Nice. And oh, she just like pulls from the back of her chair. She pulls out this huge quarter staff um, that is just made out of this gnarled wood. And she's just going to, um, uh, <laughs> Dear God, I told you I was going to do this and now I have to commit. She's going to start yelling, <laughs> a formidable foe. Uh, and she's going to swing. <laughs> Finally, a challenge worthy of my skills. <laughs> oh my God. She just like completely uses the wrong word. If this is the first time anybody's seen or heard of her, if they hear her use this wrong word, she swings the quarter staff. Um, I have. Ariane just starts twitching. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, for Some, some reason. <laughs> There's a oh, disturbance God. in the force. What was that? <laughs> Just like, that's what wakes you up. <laughs> Formidable. Um, I'm going to swing. I have two attacks, and then I'm going to hit with the butt of my quarter staff. So three okay. attacks total. Nice. Um, yeah, hit him with the butt. Heck yeah. Fucking love rangers. Yeah. She's a ranger, right? Yes, ranger. Polar master. <clears throat> Favorite class. Um, okay, so I will roll two times for my both my attacks. Okay, so that's going to be a 19 to hit on the first attack. That hits. And then an 11 to hit on the second one. The 11 misses. Okay, so for the first attack, um, it's going to be seven points uh, of bludgeoning damage as I just like jam my quarter staff into it and then as I like I'm gonna jam my quarter staff into it bring my arms back and then try to like throw the end of my quarter staff onto it and it just like bonks off weird mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm gonna um, try to hit with this like the butt of my quarter staff with my polearm mm-hmm. uh, master thing bonus attack oh no I love that. I, f- I don't think I've ever been at a table where someone took Polar Master. Oh, yeah. It's just nice. I figure it's dope. I figure I'm going to be in melee, so I was like, eh, it's five feet of reach. Why not? Yeah. Um, That's going to be 19 to hit. That will hit. Only a d4. Oh, I rolled a one. So three points of damage. <laughs> just a thunk. <laughs> uh, so as the two the two hits that, that you feel connect really well, you see, like, little chunks of, like, dirt and rock fall off. Um off of this the one that the one that you don't feel like made it as good of a connection you just like hit like there's almost like a solid piece of granite mm-hmm. that you hit and, and doesn't do anything um is there anything else on your turn um i feel like that was my bonus at- action so i'm not going to do anything else uh i'm just okay. looking around to see if anybody else sees this and i'm trying to make sure uh i, I want to see if there's any chance of saving the people in the house that it ate but I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Why don't you why don't you real quick just give me a perception check yeah. um, to see to see what you notice and then uh, cause it is your turn. So as as cause scrambles up the stairs to the top deck kicking onions aside left and right. <laughs> when he gets to the top and 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 this this creature has come up from like the dock side, right? Like, 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 sorry, it's come up, like, from, like, the ground. It's not come out yes. of the water. Yes, correct. Gotcha. And it's, like, right there. It's on, like, it's it's, it's in the, the like, warehouse area, like, the dock area next mm-hmm. to the port. Mm-hmm. And there's just, like, chaos everywhere, right? There's, like, people screaming, I'm imagining, and, like, 
buildings being thrown left and right. There's actually very few people. Oh. Is that like unusual for Varen Hollow? So you you were in town while they were stealing a pirate ship. So I will say um, what you notice is probably about half the town is abandoned um, at this point. Oh, okay. Kind of just through random conversations that you had the night before, you would have picked up that like um, people have been trying to leave Varen Hollow. Um, the current option is really these um, this family from uh, Riverheart, uh, the Derevath family, uh, who is really exploiting people, but they're at this point where um, they're not sure how much longer the undead can be kept out. Mm, I see. And so, so a lot of them are weighing that, like, should we pay exorbitant amounts of money or go into debt oh. or whatever and leave? Does this creature look un... Like, I imagine this is like a giant worm-like creature. Is that right? No, it's literally like... Oh. Imagine a frog? It's like a bullet? Uh, no. Or like a bullet? Uh-huh. A frog? It's not a bullet. Oh, oh my God! Sepia is back for revenge. <laughs> All right, I'm imagining a frog in in like sort of the sh- the general shape. Yes. Um, where it's like this, it's flat and round, uh, but it honestly just okay. looks like ground that pulled itself up and has a massive mouth and is now munching on buildings. Yeah. Uh, let gotcha. me um. Does it have teeth? How to, yeah. Well, yes, it does have. Are they sharp teeth or flat teeth? They're sort of. Does it have human teeth? Jagged rock, jagged rock teeth. <laughs> I, I jagged rock questions. teeth. Yes. Jagged rock teeth is actually less terrifying. If I had human teeth, that would be more terrifying. What about its phalanges? Does it have very lengthy what textures? <laughs> How are the teeth aligned? Does it look like they've had orthodontics done before? <laughs> uh, actually, actually, it has on the lower on on its lower jaw. It's got like kind of the four. Like just the the simple realignment situation going on. Mm. Oh, I see. Um, I see. I see. <laughs> but no, like cool headgear, nothing like that. No, no. Yeah. All right. So there doesn't seem like there's any uh, people who are running around who are in imminent danger besides the folks that may or may not have been in the house had just swallowed. Um, uh, you you do see you do see a big furbolg in a wheelchair hitting it with a stick. I I believe in that furbolg. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that furball knows what it's doing. It's a little whacking stick. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Cause, cause has no concern with that furball. That, that furball saw danger and went straight towards it. So yeah, it's true. Trust. <laughs> cause sheds a single tear as there's no innocent bystanders nearby. So this is a great opportunity for flagrant destruction of property. And there are, there, an Ashran's not here. And that's very sad. Yeah. This is, this is our friend. And, I, and I'm looking at this creature. Wow. Dang, yo. Oh, it's like a earthen turtle bulbasaur with no eyes. It's yeah, very cute. I love it's, it. I can see that. It's weirdly very cute. It's yeah. kind of cute. Carnivorous sod. How, how Got big it. is this thing? Uh, it's, it is about 20 feet wide, 10 feet oh, tall. Right. Okay. My gosh, it's, it's huge. It's V-Bit. It makes it even it's cuter. It's just a big guy. <laughs> and I'm just like bonk, hitting it. <laughs> For some reason, I rolled straight up to it. <laughs> Just a big hungry guy. Yeah. Just a big hungry guy. Jeez. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right. Well, Cos uh, looks at it and just takes his his battle uke out and and yells across the port at the creature like, "Oh, you sod tuft, dirty worm, riddled piece of earth. You look like you could be some kind of carnivorous croquet court." And I'm going to cast an illusion to make it look like a croquet cord on the top. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of amazing. 
Uh, this is going to be Vicious Parody, so it's going to need to make a, um, a Wisdom save on its turn. Oh, on its turn. Or, on, or right now is fine, too. That's a big five. Oh, man, I really like Croquet, too. Why would he make fun of me for that? A <laughs> big five. <laughs> All right. So I get to roll. That's right. We're 11th level now, so I get to roll 3d4 damage for a Psychic. Oh, heck. Using my, using my green Leaf Geek dice. That is a five points of psychic damage and has disadvantage on its next attack. Okay. Woo. Um, and anything else on your turn? Um, <laughs> as that was my, that was a bonus action. I think as an action, I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and cast fly on myself and try to get close to this creature, but not too close. Just like fly up 60 feet away from it, if that's possible. Okay. Yep. Okay. Join the croquet game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Blossom, it is your turn. Did I just wake up? You, I, <laughs> Everybody else is out there and I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you so hear cause yelling insults and Rain trying not to get by an onion. It's, it's, yeah. it's kind of chaotic. <laughs> So as I, I wake up bleary-eyed while everybody's running out of the room, um, she looks around and realizes she's alone and, and follows after. Um, and seeing the scene uh, laid before her, says to herself, uh, slash mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever in her head, says, Does that thing have a soul? And are you hungry? Let's find out. All right, good enough for me. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, so <laughs> sorry, I should have thought about this. Uh, so, how far away am I from the Bulbasaur? Um, so it's on land. So from basically from the gangplank, it, you'll you'll need a turn basically to get on deck, and then and then it'll be sixty feet down the gangplank into the square or the the town. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, then I'm I'm running down that gang gangplank as fast as my little legs will carry yeah. me. Well, so so you'll get you'll you'll basically get onto the the first onto the main deck, and next turn you'll have to be able you'll you'll be able to run down to it. Does okay. that make Does that make more sense? Yes. Now that makes more sense. Okay. Um, when I'm on the deck, how far away is it from me though? What's uh, that's that's sixty feet. Uh, wonderful. Uh, okay, I am going to then, uh, as I as I come out onto the deck and I see this this scene laid before me, um, I am going to cast Shatter uh, upon this big rock. Okay. Try to crumble that boy. Uh, okay. <sighs> does a nineteen hit? A nineteen nope, does. I, does it? I was going to say doesn't it, does it make a save? Uh, I was about to say, does a twenty? It was actually a twenty-one. Does a twenty-one hit? And also, yeah, a Constitution saving throw. Uh, a six. Uh, that is not going to save. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, and I'm gonna cast this at fourth level. So, uh, twenty points of thunder damage. So as she um, arrives out on deck, uh, she essentially just claps her hands together really loudly and pushes that energy out um, and this massive rumbling sound sort of imitating uh, the creature itself uh, encompasses it as it shakes the big rock. Mm-hmm. So as it rings out, it kind of rears back and then it's it's in in 
pain, I guess. I don't know if you can read pain off of a rock thing. As it rears back, um, it pulls grass from the ground around your um, your wheelchair, Kasima, and does. I'm assuming an eight does not hit you. It does not. Uh, and then it slams down on the ground and tries to bite you with this huge mouth. Uh, a 21. That does hit. For eight piercing. Okay. And as it does that, you... Are you still in your trance while... Are you able to be in your trance while you're fighting or... Um, this is just like a flavor thing. So I think really it's like mm-hmm. one eye in, one eye out. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's about it. So... Okay. Um... So as it as it kind of bites at you, um, you feel another level of rumbling um, beyond beyond what this creature in front of you is providing. As two more um, to your right and to your left, both probably forty feet away from you on each side, mm-hmm. uh, burst from the ground. Um, this time you do hear you do hear people starting to scream. Um, those of you on the ship see people starting to run towards the airship that is that is docked. <clears throat> you watch a building collapse um, as as all these monsters are are coming alive, essentially um, causing the ground to shake, the earth to rumble. Waves are starting to form um, just from the uh, the tremors in the earth that these creatures made. Okay. And we're gonna have to find out what happens next time. On oh, oh my god. No. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Fae Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Um, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Fayforge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefundamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitch. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Kai. You can find me at Kai Quinn on Twitch. I role play over there in 
Red Dead in GTA. Uh, also, social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, Kai Quinn underscore. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at Adelaide. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faith Forge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.